0: Hi, y'all,
1: look, Charles, it's your favorite.
0: What the horrible dog that you have it should be killed. I hate it, <laughs> throw it out the window. Because I uh,
1: really wish our audience could see Seth right now. He looks Seth really looks like he's about to go guy
0: fight guy. the Balrog in the mines of Moria. Yeah,
1: really,
2: it's an iconic I, look. I'm just letting it go, man. I'm letting it go. I want to see what happens during the apocalypse. You know, that's the plan. He's I think it was to, kind of a good. wizard.
0: He's going to be the wizened elder. That's, that's
2: right. He good, actually. Uh-huh.
0: Leading an apocalypse camp of some kind.
2: Right. I'll shape it at some point, but I just want to, want to let it go crazy for now is the idea.
0: so, yeah. so we're, who cares? Yeah, that's true. So we're in the midst of a curfew podcast. Very exciting. We don't usually do these Zoom, Google Hangout things, but for this one we are because there is a curfew across all of L.A. that started at 6, and then for various communities, it started even earlier. I think Culver City was 4, Santa Monica was like 1.
2: Santa Monica and Beverly Hills, yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of the west side rich cities. Right. So apologies for the sound quality, listeners. I hope you will forgive us. But
1: Yeah. And let's make this the last time. I don't want this. I want, you know, I, I don't want to be trapped in my home at all. But <laughs> uh, th- this week it just made. Yeah, it was like I was like, OK, the curfew starts at six. What does that mean? Like, can I leave and come back? Like, am I going to get, you know, interrogated by the national guard that is roving the streets like if i drive back in here you know Just like tell them, gonna...
0: tell them you have a very important podcast to record guys <laughs> i've got a podcast it's Do okay you know where i'm going
2: <laughs> i couldn't get in and out yesterday so you know
0: well we're all suffering so we're all suffering yes.
2: in the, yeah <laughs>
0: very difficult lives that we lead So what is it like, Isaac, what is it like in downtown LA right now? Because that's a huge hot spot for this.
1: Um, It's very weird. It really sucks walking around downtown as a white person at this
3: time. It is not at all fun.
1: And because there's a lot of, you know, I got like heckled from a car. I get like, you know, really mean looks from people. Um, Some people are completely not like that, but there's definitely like naked hostility on the streets at this moment. And it's particularly weird because I would say less than half of the protesters are black. You know, like most of the protesters are either white or Hispanic or Asian. Who are you getting the
0: side eyes and the devil looks from Who is doing that?
1: Well, uh, I went yesterday. So everything suddenly closed because they moved up the, curfew from six to i think four or something yesterday or they moved it up from eight to six i think right so right when i got that news it was like five thirty, and i was like we have no food in the house i gotta like get some dinner yeah so i went out and everything was closed ralph's was closed whole foods was closed because it got destroyed It got broken into so there was two places open. One was like the uh, Middle Eastern restaurant, the you know Panini Cafe. Yes. And the other one was a fried chicken restaurant. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect place to be in this circumstance.
0: So what did you choose? Yeah. <laughs> so what did I you went,
1: get? Went to the fried chicken place, and it was definitely very awkward. Like it was not. I wasn't the only white person in there. It was, there was definitely a couple more, but everybody else had like called in before. So I was just hanging out there for like 30 minutes. I it was know. super busy. Why
0: would
2: you do that?
1: And uh, I mean, you know, nothing happened. It's not like anybody like attacked me or anything, but it was definitely. Somebody cropped. Uh, it was definitely tense. And, and, you know, who knows how much of that is my own, you know, they, they might be walking in there not even thinking twice, but for me, I felt very tense.
0: Self-anxiety. And then, yeah.
1: Then when I was walking away, I got screamed at from a car, and then yeah, to this morning. What did they at the scream at you? The guy like really was like not have like he was like kind of getting in the way and kind of like what staring.
0: What did they scream at you from the car? And then who at the coffee shop was doing what?
1: Uh, I don't. I didn't hear actually. So I, I like turned around and I saw and they were like looking and they yelled and then I couldn't hear what they said and then they just drove away and literally at that exact spot. 30 minutes later, somebody got shot and killed. Mm. Oh By God. who? Uh, so they don't know what the story with that is yet. They, they say, I, it's not clear if it was random. It's not clear if it was uh, somehow a carjacking. I think it might have been a carjacking or something. I, I don't know what the, the deal was. So
0: in terms of protest and looting and such, rioting, et cetera, what have you seen? Like, I mean, how close are you to, is- to that?
1: So, the first night, uh, the Starbucks across the street, we woke up and it was destroyed, right? My God. Yeah, not the Starbucks. <laughs> not Starbucks. Uh, no, I fucking, I'm, hey, burn down all the Starbucks was for, all, for all I care. I'm completely <laughs> pro.
3: So, I uh, wish Howard, one... I wish
0: Howard Schultz would be outside, like,
3: yes, no, Garden don't do on. this. This is America.
0: <laughs> Remember when Howard Schultz was running for president? That I miss.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Uh, the house just got life.
2: shamed out of it.
1: Yeah. yeah. It like, nobody likes you, dude. Yeah. Please.
0: Literally no one. Everyone is <laughs> yeah. shitting on you. <laughs> yeah. A true bipartisan moment.
1: It yeah. really was. Yeah. It was the best. Um, yeah. So, and then, so that was just the first night. It was really only that one. And then you sort of, sort of started to see things boarded out. And then by the next morning, like 50% of businesses were destroyed. Everything spray painted. Um. um they, another thing they got was that awful, you are a goddess living in a city of angels piece of street art by me ah. with the big wings. And I was like, thank you, writers. Like, I am completely down <laughs> for yeah. that.
0: Um, the angel wings my, are yeah. on the way out.
1: But the thing that's real, really ridiculous is there's other places that are smashed that are just like little, like, you know, the great ramen place down the street, totally independent ramen. Like, why do you have to smash the ramen place? Yeah. And also, uh, Taroni, one of the best restaurants in LA, totally smashed. They have a amazing little grocery store right next to there. That's like a, the perfectly, like, everything's really fresh. It's like a great little mini grocery store. Smashed. And it's like when you start seeing stuff like that, it's just like, okay, th- that's just ridiculous. It's not even, you know, I, again, you remember Charles, my opinion back when we were arguing with the sword and scale guy about looting Apple. Remember that?
0: Yeah. That's how you looting, made friends with him.
1: Looting the Apple store.
0: Yeah. Before he betrayed I, you by saying he would come on and then pulling out at the last
1: minute (laughs) now he's your enemy forever and and, um (laughs) and you want a daddy to take your panties off yeah thank you dan de april um (laughs) if this was a coordinated effort against um you know, the establishment or against, you know, uh, businesses that are part of the national landscape or, or, you know, any type of coordinated effort against like, you you know, if it was Marxist, even, you know, if it was like some sort of like, we're going to kill the masters, right. If it was kill the masters and you were targeting Apple and targeting Starbucks, I would honestly not care. But once you what? start once you start targeting innocent mom and pop stores and random people walking down the street and like sh- like secondhand shoe stores then it becomes like okay this is not acceptable anymore because now it's just destruction. It's not it's there's no point. Anyway, sorry, Seth. Go ahead.
2: Well, I do, well, why is Tironi offensive to you? I love Tironi Oh no, no, too, no, no but I love It's know. an expensive. I do. No, I'm saying why oh. is it offensive to attack? That's an expensive restaurant for rich people. They have multiple locations. There's really. I'm not saying I want to smash it. But I love that place. I'm sad it. You know, hopefully, I'm sure they'll be fine in the long run. I'm just saying, why well, is Tironi an example? Just because you like the restaurant, you know. A place like Tironi like, is not. There's much. I was just gonna say. I was just saying there is money behind Taroni. I'm not criticizing it. I think it's an amazing restaurant. I've been with Isaac multiple times. Ooh! But why is that an example you're using? You know, I'm like a man,
0: I like men.
2: That's right. We have beautiful dates there.
0: Date night with Seth <laughs> um, and Isaac at Taroni's. Right. Who owns it? Right. Who's the owner? Is it like I a... have
2: no idea. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm not criticizing the restaurant. I'm just. Saying why is that like a line for you? You know, if you're talking about attacking the masters and eating the rich, isn't it a, a fancy Italian restaurant?
1: Because I' going to be a ch- targeted. A chain of shitty restaurants like you know Joey, which is down the street, owned by a hedge fund. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, I'm really not for that at all in general, because the service economy is propped up by those places anyway. And you're really just screwing up people's jobs. You know, I don't think, you know, I don't really think that that's a restaurants are not a good place to attack at all. Um, but a place like Taroni, I mean, that that place struggles to survive. You know, I mean, the margins are so you know how expensive. The rent is of that amazing giant corner they have. And there's already so few places like that, like really like big open community eateries that feel good to be at. They struggle so hard to survive. They barely can make a profit. And then now they're getting smashed. It's like, you know, I, I think also in a larger sense, what's bothered me so much about COVID then this and the homelessness problem before that Is it seems like we are constantly sacrificing the public's space. It seems like everything that is happening all the time is asking us to stay the fuck home. Don't go out and enjoy the streets. Don't go to parks. Don't go to like outdoor restaurants. Don't go to restaurants with your friends. Don't do those things at the because. you know, it just feels like like street culture and and these places that we rely on and we being like the middle classes, the lower classes, like we rely on public space. When you destroy public space, you're not hurting the rich. You know, the rich have their own spaces that they are in all the time. We're not invited to them. You know, I mean, like occasionally Those towers
0: in New York, the billionaires you know- built for themselves and live in.
1: Right. It's like the the people pulling the actual strings, they don't use public spaces like we do, whereas it feels like my public space is constantly being destroyed or banned or, you know, taken off the table for some reason or another. And it's that makes me really upset. It makes me like deeply upset. And I I wish I I like want to do anything I can to try to, you know, reclaim public space for like common, ordinary people.
0: Yeah, Seth, where are you? Where do you live? You can be vague.
2: I'm in, I, I mean, I'm in Highland Park. Uh, I'll give you guys my address, you can, please. But, uh, no, <laughs> uh, it,
0: party. Yeah, it's Seth. it's
2: quieter It's quieter around here. Um, like I was joking about In-N-Out last night, but I tried to get In-N-Out before six, but it was already closed. Signed it up at Popeyes in Glendale. Also, got fried Popeyes chicken. guy. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, so I got. <laughs> Got Popeye's, and I ended up hanging out outside, you know, waiting for our food with, like, two DoorDash drivers. One was an Armenian guy, one was a black guy, and we were all wearing masks and just talking about how fucked up this year is. Yeah. And it was it was a very L.A. moment, and uh, there had been rumors that they were going to end up at the Americana, the protests, but I guess they didn't end up in Glendale. But, yeah, the Armenian driver was saying uh, the cops are not going to want to do, you know, actual work out in Glendale. All they do is spend the day uh, harassing Armenians and other minorities. But
0: uh, yeah, glendale
2: it's, it's very quiet here.
0: Glendale moved up their curfew by an hour and they mistakenly sent that out to everyone in L.A. saying that the curfew was now at five, but it was not true. Like the whole uh, message yeah. was all fucked up. So we got this, you know, there's horrible public emergency yeah. warning text where it emits a god awful sound or just shakes the fuck out of your phone. So yeah. we get one of those saying the curfew's at 6 and then an, another one immediately after saying it's at 5 and then they had to update that to say it's only Glendale that's at 5.
2: So right, so bizarre. Yeah, but I I guess there was talk of a big protest. But then there there's so much weird messaging online if you're like come, come to this protest, no, don't come to this protest. It's fake, it's being infiltrated. Yeah, it's really bizarre if you're trying to follow all this stuff
1: have you s- so have you, yeah have you like seen stuff like that stuff like have you been like invited to protests?
2: well i've just seen things posted like don't come to this protest it's you know not actually black lives matter it's you know there's plants in it i don't know i don't know there's so much misinformation out there you know
0: there was one that Ooh, was supposed what? to be in westwood in the ucla area it was supposed to be today, and then they canceled it and said, "No, there's there's threats to people. The threats of violence don't actually attend." So it's very yeah. up in the air and all over the place. I only hear about this stuff yeah, after that. it's begun, like the Santa Monica well, one.
1: Where are you guys getting these messages from? Because needless to say, no. Antifa. Them
0: Antifa has been texting us. Yeah, because uh, we are we're members, uh, of we're both members of Antifa. Members
1: of Antifa. George Soros has been personally texting.
0: He sends <laughs> me right. registered mail, so he knows that I get it.
3: No, seriously, Where
0: are you guys
1: getting this information? Just like Twitter's Twitter. big Twitter, Twitter, Facebook.
0: Lots of my Facebook friends have been at the protests and they've been taking videos and stuff. A lot of people were at the Santa Monica one for some reason yesterday. So I watched some of that happen. I
1: so you look up on Twitter and people are like, Don't go to this, or go to this one. Like there's some sort of consensus.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's like there'll be messages that start filtering in about what's going on. There's like a picture of these National Guard members hanging out in the Westwood UCLA campus area and uh they were posting hey don't go to this westwood protest there's going to be trouble.
1: Hmm, interesting. That's interesting. All right. Well, so let's get into it. What what do we think of what's going on here? Because uh I've just been so upset. You know, like like I'm mean, I already so upset about about um coronavirus and the lockdowns and i was already so like fed up and again like you know public space deprivation like they just want you to like be in your ready player one like just be in your fucking matrix bubble chamber all the time and don't make any trouble and just click branded content all day well yeah the
0: the branded the branded (laughs) messages lately have been just unbearable just
1: yeah it's just like thanks netflix Love, yeah.
0: love hearing Netflix's Black Lives Matter support.
2: Uh, I mean, the before this, the fashion ads with people in masks, like models in masks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this just feels like we're in like a dystopian movie. This doesn't feel like real life. That's just... Oh,
0: we crazy. are in a dystopian movie. Like...
2: Well, sure, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> we've crossed into, you know, that that world already. But yeah, I would yeah, get those... Business guy leading a meeting with like a fancy business guy mask to wear at your business meetings on Facebook, yeah, targeted so ads, bizarre. and whatnot.
2: So bizarre.
1: So,
0: what's your guys'
1: uh, take on what's going on? Like, what what is actually happening here?
2: I mean, I feel like this has been inevitable, like, on top of you know, the murder. I uh, i just think people are ready to pop. We're two months, two and a half months into being forced into our homes and people are don't you know aren't working and people are broke and frustrated so yeah, what's
0: the unemployment you know, percentage right now it's like
1: 25 percent currently I
2: thought, it, I thought it was around 30 yeah yeah i mean people oh, aren't there's, working
1: there's loud screaming yeah. going on.
2: do you want to wear outside your window
1: Oh, it might also be because it's 8 p.m. Because so during Corona, they did this thing where everybody would scream at 8 p.m. And it is 8 p.m. So I think maybe that's. People uh,
0: doing that, the clapping outside. Yeah. They do that in my neighborhood. Like there's this yeah. giant apartment building on near where I live, which I won't reveal. And then people uh, clapping outside of it.
2: There's been fireworks for the last few weeks, but that just generally happens around here during the summer. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. We've got some of those going on lately, too. They, they're scary yeah. now. like Contextually, they're scarier yeah. Yeah. than they are around New Year's and other times when exactly. you expect fireworks to go off. It's like, all right, it's New Year's. I'm going to be barraged with this shit until three in yeah. the morning. But not now.
2: It's generally... From May to September, basically, here every night. I think it's just one guy too. Yeah, my roommate and I are pretty sure it's just one guy who's setting on fireworks every night.
3: <laughs> it's me. Well, well, I've been traveling. Have you ever
1: there. seen like the the time lapse of of like Highland Park or like Glassell during Fourth of July? Just like every house has fireworks. It's really cool. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. When did you move to Highland Park, Seth? What year was that?
2: Uh. uh... Almost two years. It's been almost two years. Because Howland yeah. Park
0: is notoriously gentrified.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah.
2: I, you know, I went through breakup. I couldn't afford low fields anymore, and so now I'm, I'm one of the gentrifiers for sure here. Yeah. It changes a lot. You know, a lot of stuff has been opening in the two years I've been here, and they've gotten approvals for more bars and restaurants for like 10 blocks either way. So it's just spreading.
0: Yeah. It used to be well known as like a big gang area not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, well within the amount of time since I've lived in LA and now a few years ago, I had a friend who opened a bar out there and I went to the opening (laughs) and I was like, this is significantly not what I expected. Huge turnover there.
2: There's still, there's still gang activity out here. Like, you know, somebody got shot, you know, not too long ago, not around the corner from my place. But you know, it's definitely mostly hipsters here. You know, so, I don't know. Do you run it's with LA.
0: gangs, Seth? Are you? Do you run with them? I
2: am. I'm. Uh, I actually was. I'm the one who broke into the Taroni. Okay. <laughs> I was defending that decision. Shocked. I got some good bottles of wine. I said, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, right." Seth is a looter. <laughs> Woodbrug, but... <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so Seth, you're kind of going with the uh, general unrest argument, more or less.
2: Well, and this incident was shocking and horrible yeah. and people are angry for a good reason.
1: Right. And then no, I, I mean, think I on
2: top of that two and a half months of, you know, being home, not working, unemployment, it's getting hotter, you know, it's all adding up. Do you guys think of stuff, if
0: think. coronavirus had not happened. If there was none of that, do you think things would have gone the same way after the George Floyd murder?
1: No, I don't think so. I think Seth is right. I think that this is a direct byproduct of general just I yeah, I think you're probably right that it's just people not working, people not really having anything to protect or live for or, you know, I mean a lot of people are in unemployment, a lot of people have lost their jobs um yeah idle hands kind of
0: yeah i mean if you're I home all day and you're not you don't have any thing to do and this is what yeah. starts coming through i mean it's pretty much inevitable
2: yeah. right i think right. there yeah. would have been protests in minneapolis after this and in other cities like here you know in new york but i think 6 days and this is not going to end you know it's going to keep going on for a while i think it's all adding up to this national movement right now
1: right um sorry somebody just sent me the uh the george floyd uh autopsy results that says he had fentanyl and methamphetamine in his system
0: who, uh, which autopsy results are those? The
1: that's TMZ, and I you you gotta try, you might hate TMZ, but they don't lie.
0: The in, was that, but that was a was that from the the county coroner or the independent coroner? Which, <laughs> which result was that?
1: Why would there be an independent court? I mean, like, oh, there I, was I, I t-
0: TMZ, doesn't, there was an independent cor- uh autopsy.
1: TMZ gets their facts right, I'll tell you that.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Um, <laughs> they do. They they actually really do. Um,
0: so that that means he should be murdered. No, Is that no,
1: no no that's not at all what I'm saying. Okay. I, I literally I'm not even bringing. I brought that up only because somebody just sent it to me. Who, who
0: sent that to you? What dark figures are sending I'm
1: you? you. I <laughs> tell you. I tell you, you can hold it against me.
0: Oh, um, was it Mike Cernovich?
1: Yeah, my boy Mike. We're, we're just gorilla mindset. This is part of Gorilla Mindset. Right yeah. Uh no, I hate those fucking inner I hate the the right wing Twitter fucks. I, I you know their their stuff is entertaining every now and then, but it's fucking exhausting. Um anyway, so uh what do we make of this weird little tidbit uh that they knew each other?
0: They, they were security I mean, guards at the same... Was it a club or a bar?
2: Like a
1: nightclub, okay, yeah. So in case you've been living under a rock, we're talking about George Floyd, the guy who got killed by the cop in Minneapolis, and the officer whose name is like Rick Caruso or something. What is his name? Ch-
0: Chauvin. I don't know his first name, but his last name is Chauvin. C-H-A-U. C-H-A-U.
1: Chauvinist. More yeah. like it. That's right. Uh, that would
0: be heavy-handed in a TV show. People would be like... Yeah, on. it really this, would. His last name is, yeah, last I name is like Chauvin. Chauvinist.
1: Chauvinist, as yeah, fucking... like Brad Chauvin <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Is that does it, it, the people are making lots of conspiracy theories out of the fact that they knew each other?
2: I mean, I think that, I don't think they know. I mean, I think they said they had they had uh, they might have crossed paths and had, but I don't think they they know how well they knew each other. But if they did. That makes the case against him worse, right? If he knew the guy. But I don't know if anybody knows
1: exactly how well they knew each other. They worked at like the same club. Yeah, I here it, they, it is. Right. George I, Floyd
0: uh, fired officer overlapped security shifts at South Minneapolis Club. Former club owner of right. South Minneapolis says the now fired police officer and the black man who died in his custody this week both worked security for her club up to the end of last year. George Floyd and now former officer Derek Chauvin Both worked security at the El Nuevo Rodeo Club, or El Nuevo Rodeo Club, on Lake Street, according to Maya Santa Maria. Santa Maria owned the building for nearly two decades, but sold the venue within the past few months. Chauvin was our off-duty police for almost the entirety of the 17 years that we were open, Santa Maria said. They were working together at the same time. It's just that Chauvin worked outside, and the security guards were inside.
1: Right. Okay, well, this just feels like a coincidence to me, to be honest. I don't think there's really any...
0: Yeah, like, what is the conspiracy theory there? That there was some sort of motivation behind it? Well, like they had bad blood?
1: He could have had
2: beef with him, but I think that that's just one of those things. Yeah. I we'll mean, know more as this develops, right? I, mean, I feel Apple's like everybody, like you're saying...
0: Is not a huge city.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, Isaac, what you're saying is people are trying to jump to conclusions and what that means, but I don't know. I'm sure we'll learn more as this goes on, but I don't know what it means at this point, but yeah. Right. If you knew him and had beef with him and then killed him, that's you know, I don't know.
0: Do you think that the protests would have extended so far if they had arrested him immediately and arrested the other police officers, which they still have not done?
1: Yeah, I think it would have. I mean, okay, Charles, what's your take? Do you, do you feel that this is just A very tragic incident mixed with general unrest and that there's no astroturfing going on. I don't even really know what that word means, but what does (laughs) astroturfing mean?
0: The Astroturfing of people's reactions to it, like you think Astroturfing
1: that- is the practice of masking the sponsors of a message organization to make it appear as though it originates from and is supported by grassroots participants, right. yeah, so okay. who
0: would be Astroturfing, and who would be the
1: <laughs> yeah. well okay to to parse this out, uh, I am very horrified by what happens. Right. I mean, I, I didn't even want to watch the video just because it's like so horrifying and it's so upsetting. Right. It's very upsetting. You know, it, it, somebody like that does not deserve to die in that way. And yeah, and it was just the like whole,
0: a, like a dog in the street, just completely yeah. dehumanized. Disgusting.
1: Yeah. Just the, the whole, uh, also just the body language of it. And it's just like the, the necessity of, of doing it that way. Um, and, you know, now that we have cameras, we're seeing all this shit uh, that really has been occurring forever, by the way, <laughs> and, and also occurs uh, against white people, too. I mean, cops kill as fucking hundreds of white people every year, also, yeah. you know, hundreds and hundreds and often by accident. So it's not just happening to black people. Um, but it's nonetheless, it's a horrible occurrence. And, uh, you know, I also, you know, I don't. I don't think I feel the rage of a black person. I think that I don't feel it the same way that they do. So for me, it is a little um, less hitting close to home. You know, I, I, I think I can admit that. And I think if I was black, I would be 10 times more angry about it than I am. You know, but I'm not, I'm not black. So I can't pretend to be black because I'm not.
0: Well, it's not just that. I mean, it's not just that incident, though. We've had, like, two other... Just off the top of my head, we have the Breonna Taylor... Uh Uh-oh, we lost uh Seth. Bye, Seth. Now. Now he's on the right. Oh, Seth is on the right now.
1: Seth is on the right. He just switched sides. Wow. Right. So I'm going to tell you why it was right
3: that he killed. me Dark Seth. Can you,
0: Seth? Can you develop that character, right wing <laughs> Seth?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. My mom, my my lesbian moms would be so upset. <laughs> <obsessed>. I want <laughs> take,
1: clips, take little clips from Dark Seth. I just want yes, Dark Seth, right wing <laughs> Seth.
0: I, I want that. Uh, as a future character on the show and we'll just oh right wing Seth is here today. Wow.
2: It's like Joe I'll <laughs> have a Fox News show so fast. Guys.
0: You certainly would. Well uh, so as I was saying, um there's been these two these two other incidents that have happened. The, the Brianna Taylor who was shot in her home after the police got the wrong address and just broke in. Um and her boyfriend shot at them not knowing they were police and they killed her and tried to charge him i think i think he's been released i, I don't have the most recent news about that i think
2: that. he was released yeah right
0: and then the guy that was jogging uh his last name was arbery is that correct correct last name yeah, um I think so. he was jogging and he was run down by those oh, okay
1: time out, time uh, out. Uh-oh. No, no, no that's again and this is why the media does not give us the nuances they report the most inflammatory fucking thing and then they don't give you the nuances later because they've already got the outrage right so no he wasn't he wasn't jogging but there was definite suspicious activity going on what was the but, suspicious uh,
0: activity was daytime
1: He was seen, no he was seen like snooping in a uh construction site nearby he Got caught on video And he also had, like, he had, like, a shit ton of, like, charges and shit. Like, he was pretty clearly doing something that was not.
0: How, what would he be doing in the middle of the day that would require that? You're saying he was snooping at a construction site.
1: Okay. Look up what I'm saying.
2: He wasn't jogging. I saw that, too. That was the right wing response. There's no justification for two guys to murder, you know, two citizens to murder somebody without due process come
1: on i'm not saying that am i i'm just saying he wasn't jogging that's what i'm saying
0: how do you know he wasn't jogging how do you know he didn't stop and look at the site and then continue with his jog like that hasn't been established to my satisfaction
1: like the, the clothes he wasn't wearing wasn't jogging clothes like if he wasn't this wasn't a guy who was jogging if you if you look at the details of it you have to be an idiot to think he was like out for a jog like that's not what was going on
0: I don't know. This, this just sounds like smokescreen to justify something that regardless of what he was even doing, it doesn't matter. Like two, uh, okay. two guys don't have the right to stop you and to kill you because you're not stopping, regardless of what, you know, he was snooping in broad daylight. I mean, that is equally absurd to describe. If he wasn't jogging, he wasn't doing anything in the middle of the day to right. require these guys to chase him down and then kill him when he's like get the fuck away from me.
1: Okay, look, I don't know the details as much of Ahmad Aubrey, you know, in the things that I looked into it, I did find that it was not as black and white as as all that.
0: It's pretty black and now, white, man. I
1: mean Now Now look, now look. I uh The issue with these situations being recorded and then the 30 seconds of video when the most horrible thing happens being shared as the truth. You understand the the problem with that, right? For example, for example, today I shared with you guys a video of a white guy getting his ass beat. Right. Yeah. That white guy yelled, fuck you at a band of people that were going by, and he got fucking beaten up to, you know, could have gotten killed. So imagine that CNN just shows, clips the part out where he's getting attacked by black people, and then that's the fucking story. And you better believe right now in white supremacist groups, that's exactly what's happening. They're sending that video to each other, whipping each other up into a frenzy, blah, 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 blah. Well no of one Of course when you when no, you look at the greater context of that situation, it's more complicated than that. There's more factors at play. I still think I was completely enraged by that video.
3: Well, yeah, you can And can't, I
1: think it's completely wrong.
0: You can't But you can't run up and and have a group of people attacking a guy even if he says something horrible. I know I know people don't like that and and they think that depending on what he shouts that that gives you the right to you know beat the fuck out of somebody. But you know i i agree with your analysis in that way yeah so, so look, but my are people point. are people like is your point that people are claiming that that was fine that my larger
1: point is that people are continuously being whipped into a frenzy by a media paradigm that has no accountability yes you, you know when when we started this country this was not a threat so all the checks and balances that we put into the system were not designed to check and balance the media you know we we didn't have that problem then so you have this in my opinion probably the most powerful institution in american life that has no fucking accountability at all right on any side on and and it, you know right or left right i mean even though it's obviously to me pretty fucking left right Well, even separate,
0: you can have bad actors that edit footage or claim things are from one thing that are from something else, and it can completely bypass the media. There's no controls on that either. It's just like, oh, look at this thing that happened.
1: You're right, exactly. And then you got all people believing this type of shit. And and I just think there has to, you know, in, in a way, just like with the Second Amendment, we're kind of fucked because. You know, you have this ultra powerful force, whether it's guns or the media, right? Either one. And our country is fortunately or unfortunately founded on um, the freedom of those extremely powerful forces. And sure enough, those forces have turned out to be the biggest killers, the biggest, you know, out of control forces in our country, right?
2: Okay, but what, I guess, how does this relate to this video you sent it? Like, we got full context. We got the guy yelling something and hopping off the car and beating him up. Like, but what what is your point here? Like, see my point is that videos of context?
1: So my point is that say that CNN was right-wing and they chopped that video or even showed that video exactly how it is and made the angle of that video black mob uh, attacks innocent white man who's expressing himself on the streets, which they very easily could do that. If I had that shit being shoved in my face every day by CNN or by whoever, I would also be fucking furious beyond fucking belief. And I am furious beyond belief about that video. And here, the part that I'll admit is my own inherent you know, racism or at least tribalism in the sense that, yeah, that video of a white man being beaten up by a black mob pisses me off more than the opposite, right? I think I think the opposite makes me feel sick and makes me feel like helpless and gross and bad, but it doesn't make me feel the same like fury. If I, like I feel like a tribal white fury when I see. You know, a white guy getting beat up. Oh,
2: in that the one guy you know what I mean? one other guy, right? That's not really a mob, right? The, he was on a car with a bunch of one dude punching him, right? Like, well, I'm it's not more just like they, him punching the guy. I mean, like, that. how is that comparable? To oh, wait, a 10 minute it, it, video of somebody yes. being murdered. No, no, straight. I,
1: okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the being punched in the face is comparable to being killed. I absolutely am not saying that. And so, no, I've just meant in my in, in the sense of like watching these clips of these horrible things happening. It's like I do have an internal, I do have an internal tribalism for sure. That like when it's a white person, I do see it with slightly different eyes than when it's a black person, and that's why when somebody Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan gets up there and is like, I'm just filled with anger about this. I get it, you know, and and in a way you know it it doesn't justify it at all but the fact that i have to now see that after the murder video goes on does get the point across of understanding this fury right i i get the fury of the black community i really really get it and i and the feeling of just like pure anger um again i don't think i share it uh in the same way i cuz you know i maybe I just don't have that tribal you know you know my my non racist gene isn't uh developed enough um you know, if we were at fucking war and it was an American <laughs> soldier, if it was a black American soldier and uh, they were being tortured by a you know Chinese foreign opponent, then I would feel equal anger, white and black for sure, but it's since we're it's being pit in this way where I'm on the white team and there's the black team and I'm on the white team. It's like, I default to tribalist thinking. I guess. I don't know. What do you think? I'm, I'm rambling.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think of myself on a racial team. I feel like, you know, the cops are who we're mad at here. Right. Who are people are mad at in the, and the state right. and the establishment and, you know, and it's very clear the cops are protecting a rich moneyed interests, you know? Yeah. Right. Like if they're, they're putting down the hills in at 1 p.m. That's a curfew at 1 p.m. to protect the rich, white, you know, mostly white people. You know what I Not mean? Not just like,
0: that, but these, I mean, right. to, to my view, these are cop riots. I mean, I, that's what I'm seeing again and again is escalation from the police. Yeah. And I I don't necessarily see a lot of specifically anti-looting behavior, which is what I would expect to see. I see... Instance after instance of like hugely excessive force being used, cops running into people with their SUVs. Um, You know, that thing that happened in the white house where they cleared out the park with fucking tear gas when the curfew hadn't been hit. Like that stuff is uh, disturbing to me, especially because the cop, the police seem completely unhinged. And I think that's the circumstance that's most concerning to me is that the police of this country in many locations, seem to have no accountability whatsoever. It's just open season like that. Have you seen the video of the the people on their porch in the Minneapolis area, and they get uh, shot at with I think it's with rubber bullets and other materials? They're on their porch, and the cops are like go inside, and they just shoot at them. Like that's not acceptable, yeah, at all. So that yeah, is what's most most distressing to me is is this because the cops are escalating they are not calming people down
1: well that's in my opinion that's because though the cops have not been treated with any humanity in this at all you know cops in general have not been treated you know they've been turned into a monolith which they not only literally aren't they literally are the Minneapolis police department has fucking nothing to do with the LAPD. Those organizations are not connected. They don't have the same leadership. They don't have the same values. They, they don't have any of the same shit. But they're connected they're in totally that they have separate. the
0: same job. Like they have the yeah, same right. responsibilities. But, but, that is the connection.
1: I, I think if I was, you know, I have a cousin of a Chicago cop. But, hey, Seth, your mom's a cop. So you should be able to weigh in on, on this better than anybody. Yeah. But to me, I but, don't, you know, I, I really don't see cops being uh, treated with any humanity. And and that ups, that pisses me off too, because I, I just feel like, you know, look, I've said a million times, the thing that happened is completely wrong and is terrible. And you know, the guy should go to jail, et cetera. I'm acknowledging that on the other hand, the answer is not to take the the police, which is not one organization; it's a completely separated thing, and make all police bad. You know, like all police are not bad. You know, in fact, a lot of them are dedicating their lives. That's, to that's our fine, but my others. point
0: is that they're escalating and they're they're acting as a monolith in many cases.
2: A lot of these incidents are are being escalated by cops. They're peaceful protests that are the the violence starts when tear gas is released for no reason they haven't been provoked the you know the rubber bullets are coming out a lot of people are saying we're on the street we're being peaceful all of a sudden the cops are causing chaos for no reason that we can't really understand what they're reacting to and you know like we're going to get more context to you know how these things happened as the stories come out but a lot of people who have boots on the ground are saying The cops are starting this. It's not us. And they're reacting violently. Yeah, because they're being shot at with rubber bullets and tear gas.
0: Delicious Tacos made that point. He went out and he observed the protests. And on his Twitter, he said that all the escalation was coming from the police. It was not coming from protesters.
1: Sure. So and I'll even say in my own uh, right, when I've seen uh, the the protest part, the protests, uh they've been pretty peaceful, right? I mean they, they seem like again, it seems like actually not mostly black people. It's like probably 60% white, Hispanic, Asian then 40% black. Um, That's good. So, I'm glad. So so look, I, I the protesting part uh yeah, I fully believe that the cops are, you know, doing whatever the cops do uh and you know, it becomes a kind of fight, right? And look, personally, if you want to go Fight the cops, even though I think it's completely idiotic to hold the LAPD accountable for something that happened in Minnesota. That's insane. And evidence of the death of localism, which is a larger problem, and also the media's fault. But uh, at least that would be like directing your anger in a focused place, right? Which is the cops. Uh
2: I mean, what? the LAPD doesn't have a history of race racist violence, you know. Surely, like, I mean, come on. Yes, like,
1: sure. But I mean, so speaking of astroturfing, right now there's protests in Japan against the police. There's protests in London. You know, it's like it's a, obviously a media phenomenon that all of these places suddenly are protesting about something that happened in Minnesota.
2: But those which, are protests. Those are protests in support of. You know, what's happening in Minnesota, right? They're not, they're not,
1: no, going no, in Tokyo, in Japan. no. In Tokyo, they are, well, that wouldn't even make any sense. In Tokyo, they're protesting the Tokyo police suddenly about being violent. I don't
0: know. I, those, um, some of those protests do not seem necessarily directed at their own police, but like Europeans are very interested in what's going on here. I've heard well,
1: now they are right. Think about how new recent that is. Think about how powerful the media well, that's is now.
0: Fine. But, but the, the point remains they can that make
1: people in Europe protest about a local I, police. I shoot. have
0: Europeans talking to me about this. And by the way, if you are from Europe, I don't want to hear your lectures about how bad the U.S. is. It's yeah, extremely fucking annoying. <laughs> Like no, I've had I enough yeah, enough from Europeans going like, "Oh, US is so bad." I'm like, "Don't you live in a former Axis power? Shut <laughs> up."
1: <laughs> Stop. Hey, great, right? Are not you German? Yeah. Get You're, the fuck out yeah. of here. Are you aren't bl- you yeah. Dutch? Are they didn't aren't you like the original slave trade?
0: Yeah. Uh, absurd, sorry, but, sorry, but, sorry
1: but, Dutch listeners. Sorry Dutch. Yeah, there are a lot.
0: <laughs> the, the Dutch the Dutch numbers are going up again. We are one of the top 10 podcasts in the Netherlands yeah. from 2017. <laughs> Thank you, Dutch listeners. Wow. And, Congrats. Uh, Congrats. De Volkskrant. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I see a lot of those protests and they, they are not necessarily – I mean, I'm not on the ground there. I'm not looking at it enough. But it seems to be more generalized than just against their local police. And indeed, the police in those places may have problems. They may have issues that they feel are are problematic there.
1: It feels fake to me. I mean, it's like the 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 Japan pro suddenly Japan is up in arms. I mean, it's like, what? And, and you're hearing a lot about like it's all Korean people that are paid protesters. And look, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories. I'm not saying that. But it does seem very strange to me, or at least terrifying to me. Even if it is uh, even if there's no nefarious conspiracy. The fact that the media can impact the world in this way is fucking terrifying and there needs to be some accountability like we need to get a fucking handle on this shit i don't know how because you know you can't the first amendment what are you going to fucking do you know there's nothing really you can do but it's something we got to get serious about controlling it it, it, a little
0: bit nationalize twitter nationalize facebook
1: Yeah. put trump in control both oh god put the people in control (laughs) social media (laughs)
0: Oh, speaking of social media, I have some incredible posts to read as a little bit of levity during this very depressing conversation. If you guys are interested in such things, somebody posted on Facebook. So continue vague booking or address the problems. Yes, this is about you, but they are indeed doing. What they are accusing other people of doing. (laughs) Classic Facebook. Classic Facebook maneuver. Uh, This one. Please know your black friends will remember your silence during these trying times. This isn't a threat at all. I just feel like nothing scares a weak, apathetic person quite like a friend being mad at them. And I've seen this one a lot. And it's like, listen, this is my advice from white people to black people. The last thing you want is white people just posting hashtag Black Lives Matter yeah. on social media.
1: <laughs> this is what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't think that
0: because they're not going to do anything else. That's that's how we get away with these things. We're just like Black Lives Matter. Okay, let's watch Netflix.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm now done, exactly. yeah. and and I'm gonna exactly. okay, but I'm gonna take it one. I'm gonna really care and say I'm gonna post about it, and then I'm gonna say if you don't post about it, yes. you're bad.
0: Yes. I, I, so now I'm yeah.
1: good because I've said that.
0: I tweeted on. I, I tweeted. Uh, my favorite Facebook activity is white people lecturing other white people about racism. It's just the best. Oh, it's really my, my feed has just <laughs> really, really been unbearable. But this was probably yeah, it's bad. my favorite one. Um, I'm not rich, but black friends. Who can I buy dinner? Got to cap it at five because your girl is still on unemployment. Take care of yourselves. I love you.
1: Um, That's good. Yes.
0: <laughs> black They're people really who wants to have who wants my there. free dinner but only five of you
2: Bang. so why are you donating money to the aclu exactly. or something yeah, else send
0: your Maybe money that, to to reasonable organizations
1: so let me ask so, you this: ranking you guys your black as, friends as,
0: who are my <laughs> dinner worthy black friends and who are the <laughs> ones that i'm like no no dinner for you
2: yeah. do you think that person has five black friends that's my question
0: i doubt it Yeah, not five black Black friends that are gonna enjoy that post.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, what do you guys think? Are is the role then of white people in this? That's what I wanted to make this episode about to begin with.
2: Well, three white men. We should. We'll be able to solve this. Well, no, but that's
1: (laughs) no, but that's why. That's why it's important because we do need to decide what to do for for you know, for our own selves. It's not you know, it's not just about. There is a lot of injustice in the world. There's a lot of injustice in the world that's happening all the time. This is a huge example of it, and I absolutely agree with it. However, I do find it slightly However, ridiculous uh, to constantly be told that I have to dedicate my life to this injustice or that injustice because I happen to be white. So, what do you guys think about what, you know, if you were you, what would you be like, Isaac? This is what you need to do now in order to move ahead. I mean, is it nothing? Is it, this isn't your responsibility? Is it, do this? I mean, it's like, what could I possibly do?
2: Well, I am me, so that's that's taken care of. But, uh, I don't know, I think... No, do it as right-wing Seth. Right-wing Seth. <laughs> I what think is we right need wing? to infiltrate these protests and make <laughs> them look bad. Um, I love right-wing Seth. He's <laughs> the best. I think we need to... Listen to what our black friends are saying and like the leaders of this movement and do what we can to help. And, you know, trying to make it about ourselves like people do on social media is the worst look possible. You know, give money where you can. We're all hurting. You know, I took a pay cut, you know, you guys are both working too. So we're, we're lucky. So, you know, if we have some money we can give and you know, I'm not going to the protests cause we're in a pandemic and I feel guilty about that, but I'm also, you know, We're also in a pandemic, you know, so.
0: If you sign up for, if you're on Bernie, if you sign up for Bernie Sanders email list, he, he, they provide a lot of good organizations that they split their donations
2: to. So. Yeah, I just got a text. Yeah, I just got a text today that they're asking for $27 to split amongst.
1: Yeah, How grew- could giving money to this problem possibly help? It's not to I, the problem. I, I, like, I can't it's imagine the, it's giving to, money. Or like one
0: of the places I gave, I can't remember the exact name, but they're serving as medics during the protests for people that have medical issues. So I gave, I threw them like $20. There's a lot of organizations out there supporting protesters, uh, supporting institutions that are affected. Um, you know, one thing a lot of re- people have recommended is donating to black businesses that are shut down during Coronavirus or that are hurting; those are some some easy ways to make an impact without you know it being super difficult to do. There's a lot of good resources for those things. So whatever whatever method that you feel works for you, like where you want to put your resources, I think is valuable. But the other thing I think as white person advising other white people is to also like listen to your conscience about stuff. I mean, if you watch that video. I watched the whole thing. It is horrible. It's like a disgusting snuff film. And that's the part that was so disturbing is this this cop is kneeling on this dude's neck, not moving. The guy is crying out to his mother. He's begging for him to get off. He's begging for water. And he's just pinned there. And you look at that and it's it's so upsetting. It's like, how can you not be outraged at that? It's vile. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a questionable thing like, they're in a fight and something happened. He is down. There's there's just no reason oh, for no, that there, to happen. Oh, no, there was a
1: fight. No, they got in a fight in the backseat.
0: They didn't, but uh, when he was kneeling on his neck, he was down, is my no, point. Yes. Like, it was over. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, there was no need for any of that level of force. And it's oh, just, yeah, totally. it, It's if you watch that. I, I mean, mean, maybe
1: for like, maybe there was need for that level of force for like one second, not for like. Ten minutes. Yeah, the guy wasn't armed. But but yeah,
0: to to listen listen to your conscience as a person, just looking at that, you should know that's wrong. And if you if you don't know, I don't know what to tell you. But I think, you know, it's also listening to your internal voice that tells you instead of being like, Oh, what's gonna make me look cool on social media and what is you know, all these side concerns. It's like what can how do I feel and go from there? And if you start from that point, then that can motivate your actions.
1: So, let me ask you guys this then also what to what degree do you feel that race played in the death?
2: i mean in no, this sorry. i don't you know I don't know, but I think the proportion of black men who are killed by cops is so much higher, so probably a pretty big pretty big one, you know right and okay. they, 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 that department is particularly supposedly a very terrible department and I mean that cop has been cited. I've been had eighteen complaints about, against him. Klobuchar declined to prosecute him years ago. What a which I think she's no longer she's no longer a viable VP option anymore. I think that this whole thing has taken her off the table.
0: Couldn't
1: be well, happier. I mean, now it pretty much has to be a black woman, right?
2: I you know. I think it's I I my new bet if I was betting I'd it, be Kamala.
0: That's the prediction market bet. She's up uh, in the prediction markets for it. And not my preferred choice either.
1: Uh, but. No. But you know, although her being a, getting... f- a
0: prosecutor might play into that too, because I think I'm a, a
1: prosecutor. I
0: think that'll bring <laughs> I think that'll bring a lot of attention.
1: We're
2: not getting the ticket any of us are excited about this year guys but
0: you know guys so. I wait a minute we believe marianne I, I williamson genuinely... still has a shot let's not
3: <laughs> let's she not counter out
1: <laughs> marianne's gonna soothe our spiritual woes yes she is she, <laughs> uh, she wants no, reparations he, for black people she's she's look black. you know what i think would fucking really solve this what would really solve this is a little bit more income equality. And that's why Bernie should have been the fucking guy, obviously, or Warren. It's like if people had more to lose and people felt like they had a fucking chance to grow a business, maybe they wouldn't be fucking destroying independent Uh, businesses everywhere and beating people up in the streets because people just feel like they have nothing to, you know, this is what happens when you create a fucking underclass. I mean, for me, again, it always comes back to like, I don't like the racialization of it and I realize how stupid that sounds in this instance because this is like a racial you know ostensibly a racial thing but I think what we're really seeing is mass what we're what we're witnessing is a society in massive decline
2: I'm taking the race out of this issue and just making it about class is just like, yeah, I was just saying, like, the idea that if we had perfect equality in terms of the economy and we had Bernie Sanders' policies, that would not fix the racial issue. And arguing that is a historical thing Mara. like, you know, anybody who talks about, you know, like, you know, MLK so how
1: are
2: we, I don't even agree
0: I don't you know,
1: never how are we hard gonna hard. solve the okay, go ahead Charles. I Sorry.
0: don't agree that 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 was an absent from Bernie's campaign this time around. I think that was a very clear and prevalent part of it. That's one of the things no, he did was. he it did was. very well it was it was not just about wasn't class reductionism, it was significantly more than that,
2: so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not arguing no, against you're Bernie. Right, Seth. I'm saying what, what, you're what right. Isaac's saying. It was funny no,
1: saying. you're right, Seth, that Bernie would t- be on your side. on this, And I think he is. I think he's like outwardly on your side. My thing sure. is that this isn't going to solve the fucking problem, right? We have to get serious about solving. If there is a racial cop's death problem, right, if that's real, the solution is not this. I can promise you that. Well, I mean, it's like we've already fucking been down this road.
0: The solution we've hopefully already, will come. 30
1: years ago was Rodney King. If yeah. that didn't fucking change anything. Right. But why this is not going to change? Why anymore.
0: didn't it? Because we because, didn't really because, do anything after that. It was just like, the oh, the that's done. Is,
1: right. it, the problem is different than it's being characterized. and And that's the problem is deeper, more complex and different than it's being characterized. And I think. I think it is very true that you know. Hey, I've worked. I worked with a lot of police in a previous job, and racism amongst black and white officers is absolutely a thing. It's absolutely prevalent, right? So I'm certainly not going to sit here and say that that's not true. And there's a mental, but really the issue here's the issue. The issue is a mentality of war that, that 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 police are at war with this gangster black community, right? It's a blood feud. It's basically like a fucking gang blood feud. Like that's how this relationship between uh, uh, police departments and black communities are often, that's often the way that they seem. It's certainly, when I was immersed in the New York police department, it was absolutely uh, the way it was seen. Now- They're militarized, yeah. Yeah, it's not black people it is a specific black community right Uh, in each of these cities it wasn't like a black person living on the upper west side or not upper west because that's a bad example because it's close to harlem but you know it wasn't like a black professional lawyer living in midtown police were not going to go give this guy a hard time versus well well, uh, you know uh, the the it was more that they were having a warlike mentality against the black community and yes Th- a lot of times people get mistaken for things and, you- and, and and when you see somebody with dark skin, you know, you do get more of a feeling of fear because that sort of uh, racial like war mentality is still a part of the cities, right? Do
0: you think Sorry. that if, if George Floyd had been like a middle class lawyer some professional class type person do you honestly think that that same thing wouldn't have happened under the same circumstances
1: uh yes i don't think i don't know my guess is that these two guys are kind of like i bet the cops a little dirty i bet they've run across each other a bunch of times i bet these communities actually probably know each other pretty well and they're like you know I, I Like, this guy's clearly a, a bad a bad guy, right? The cop. But, like, Cause he's probably a macho, alpha cop guy who's like, you know, these are my fucking streets. And this guy's like, no, these are my fucking streets. You know, like, it's probably like a macho, alpha battle. Because you know? I
0: can't—I I see any black person that would have been in the same circumstances as George Floyd was getting the same treatment. And the only way but I why?
1: see— but, but why? But why? But what? Because they're black
0: because they're black because he because black people in this guy's eyes are dehumanized and he can just kneel on this fucking guy's neck as part of the arrest process because yep. fuck him he's black and i the only way i see that happening to a white person is if it's a super low class or homeless white person i don't see well, a white lawyer yeah. getting into that situation but i definitely see a black lawyer getting into that circumstance but
2: you remember when when Obama was first president, Henry Louis Gates wasn't was harassed by a cop just trying to go into his own home. Yeah. OK. Right. right. You know, like like this is like happens constantly. You were you've told me this story. You were in the car with Evan years yes. ago, right? And got pulled no, over. No, I, I was in the car. And you were terrified.
1: I never felt Marcus. that way. Was I, was in the car, I was in the car with my friend Marcus in Chicago and we got pulled over. And it, it was definitely uh, it was definitely hostile. It was a hostile you've situation. You've never
2: felt that way before when you were pulled over, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, the I don't cops are bullied, but it's bully. I don't think right. every cop that I'm... <laughs> I, so look, Seth's I connection I, 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 let, is the let's,
0: worst.
1: <laughs> let's say for <laughs> the argument. sake of argument, let's say for the sake of argument that I, you know, let's just say I accept everything you guys are saying. Now, starting at, at this starting point and moving forward, the answer is not going to be to dehumanize cops and create a war back against them. That is not going to solve the problem. It's just going to drive them deeper and darker into their fucking hole. That is all that's going to fucking happen. But again,
0: the, I, I sort of maybe agree, but this has to come from the police. The police have to begin de-escalating immediately.
1: I think there needs have to be to, serious it's... serious consideration of actual solutions. Not getting mad, not, you know, get like this should be a problem. Why don't we look at this problem and say, okay, no more unjustified there people are going to get killed by the cops black and white a lot. That's going to happen hundreds of hundreds of times. So that's going to have to happen. But no more unjustified mistake killings for a long time. Uh, not what should we do? Let's actually make that the goal. So making that there the goal, be, what what do you do? You know, what there do you do? I think consequences what? for
2: these you have there has to be consequences when something like this happens.
1: I there mean, haven't there been so many consequences
2: for so many years. Like he only got arrested once the protests erupted, right? And the other cops who are there, not stopping him, who are complicit in this, have still not been arrested. Like, there needs to be, you know, a systematic change. Like, like 50 years ago, cops would go to jail for wrongful killings, and they've changed the laws more and more and more in their favor. You know, that that stuff needs to be undone. There needs to be a top-down, you know, justice reform, obviously. So you're
1: saying the laws against cops were more strict in the 50s? Yes. Is that 60s, true? I think I'm the 60s. Yeah, well, first was of all, you got to keep in mind every di- police department is different, and I think the thing that annoys me so much about this is that it's like when you go to law school, the thing that you learn is that police powers are by definition a local power, so they're not allowed to have any connection to each other. I understand.
0: understand. Yeah, but I they're still that. they're still behaving in ways concurrent with each other. In this okay, circumstance. And they
2: protect each other, and they protect each other. Which, look, I understand that. You know, the reason when there's a, a cop is killed and the other cops go crazy, it's because they're protecting each other. It's a dangerous job. I'm not yeah. pretending it's not. I exactly. get that. But then they act like you said. They act like a gang where they're it's us against them. Their job is to protect and serve the community, not to protect only each other. You know, and that's I, this us versus them thing is really bad and needs to be rethought. And I think you're totally right about different police, you know, precincts or, you know, different cities have different relationships with their police. And you're seeing
0: seeing that behavior when uh, in some of these cases where the local police are not responding with uh, excessive force and they're not having police riots, you know, like the the guy that got a lot of credit in Flint took off his uh, armor and put down his baton and had a conversation with the protesters. And so you're correct in that these different places are responding differently, but too many aren't.
1: Yeah, but the, the problem with destroying the city of LA and everybody hating cops now is that all these reforms, as far as the LAPD is concerned, if we're gonna say that these protests work, certainly those reforms should have occurred in Los Angeles, right? So that's the fucking problem with holding Los Angeles responsible for something that happened in Minnesota. Yeah. Go get mad at the fucking Minnesota cops, but don't create a monolith out of all cops in the country and dehumanize them. That is not going to fucking make this situation better. It's going to make it a lot worse. Having a protest,
0: having a protest in LA about this issue is not necessarily attacking the cops there. The problem is when the cops begin responding in a way That is counterproductive.
1: Well, I know that I was, I witnessed one of these protests front and center and the cops were not harassing anybody. And you had legions and legions of people screaming, die, pig, fuck you, pig, putting your fingers in their face, throwing shit at them. You know, you had, you know, people are not treating the cops, obviously, with any respect at all. Yeah.
2: The LAPD... Has not again. I've said this before. Does not have a great history on this. So you know,
1: and you have defending you have, them here. You have the well. So then, uh, but again, so if they, it hasn't gotten better since Rodney King, then what was the point?
0: It has, you but know, not enough. It has gotten better, but it still has problems, and those aren't getting solved fast enough. And then you have the chief of police going on TV and saying the protesters are as responsible for George Floyd's death as anyone else is. And that is well, but the, are you kidding I me? Mean, do you know how fucking evil it is? Completely yeah, but inflammatory, completely inflammatory.
1: But if you actually think about it, he's completely right. Do you know? There's nothing more evil than fucking robbing. People, people are. No, I believe yeah. you. I'm just saying I didn't. hear I mean, it. I want to make sure that I'm right too. I don't want to just.
2: People are definitely. You know the 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 difference between the word protesters and rioters and looters is a important one. This woman who was a USC booster is a very local story for, you know, for my USC friends are talking about this today. She was a USC booster. Her Twitter handle was a photo of her with a USC player. And she said the protesters should be shot. She's a protester. She's a lawyer too.
0: So here's Michael Moore, the chief of police. So what that tells
1: me is that two things. We didn't have protests last night. We had criminal acts. We didn't have people mourning the death of this man, George Floyd. We had people capitalizing.
0: His death is on their hands, as much as it is those officers. And that is a strong statement, but I must say
1: that this civil unrest that we're in the midst of, we must turn a corner from from people who were who are involved in violence, people who are involved in preying upon others. So look, I think that what he's, that wasn't put very well. Um, He didn't say that. No, and he knew it in the moment.
0: He heard it right away. He was like, oh, shit.
1: First of all, he wasn't talking about, he wasn't referring to the protesters. He was referring to the people doing violent, senseless acts, right? He's not talking about the peaceful protesters.
0: It's kind of vague, right? but I'll allow that he doesn't say protesters, yes.
1: He's not talking about them. But even so, what he's saying still sounds really extreme, which is saying that even a rioter or a looter is uh, responsible for, for George Floyd's death. But read between what he read between the lines of what he's saying. What he's saying is that this war that we're talking about, right, this warlike relationship between police and the black community. He's saying that that's a two way street. And the fact of the matter is, he's right. It is a two way street. And you're absolutely right yeah. that police are meant to protect and serve. I completely fault them for this situation. Uh, they, you know, George Floyd, again, did not deserve to die. However, that battle, that war, that exists between police and the black community, that is not a one-sided war. Well, the there difference is that
0: that's fine. But the police are organizations that have leadership and the black community is a disparate collection of people that live in various circumstances. So, well, absolutely. okay. So your again, job,
1: this is why we're kind of talking about it. it's, it's like we're there. We're, we're a little bit mixing up like black people and then black communities. But I know for a fact, when I was exposed to this stuff, there was a battle between an extremely violent black community and the police. Right. And that created so much of this bad blood came from that war, which involved cops getting killed, by the way, you know, innocent fucking cops getting shot. Yeah. And so ultimately, yes, we can sit here and say, that's not the way it should be. Cops should be perfect. They should be, you know, just pure community. They sh- they're in a position of power, and then therefore they should not get as Seth saying, or you know, you shouldn't get mad if your friend gets killed by you know gangbangers in this community. I don't think Seth said that. The fact of the matter is, it's oh, no, what I saying the <laughs> no, you said you're right. Sorry, Seth, you were saying the opposite. Wait, I was saying I'm I was with
3: that. that what does
0: right wing Seth have to say? What does right wing yeah. Seth do?
1: <laughs> right wing Seth. Right wing Seth th- thinks cops shouldn't
2: get mad if they get killed. He's very confused, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is right yeah, wing Seth like libertarian esque? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there should be no cops. Yeah, I mean, like that. That, that police far right. Either way. Yeah. I'm. I'm. <laughs> no, I, I understand what you're saying. You're talking Seth. about criminals. Criminals killing cops, which is bad. We all can agree. But then the cops treat every black person like they're a criminal not all cops not all cops i'm not saying they all but a lot of cops do and that's what this is and this needs to this needs to change systematically and i think it comes from the top you know the best thing i read about all this was a few years ago after ferguson it was a former cop talking about different departments and his whole argument was like look every police department you're gonna get a small amount of people who are basically serpico who are incorruptible and always do the right thing, you're going to get a good amount of bad apples who are just racist yeah. bullies. Then the vast majority, like 70% or whatever, the department is just will do what they're told yeah. and will follow you know, the leader. So it's all about the leadership. And so that means this stuff is changeable and can be fixed. But it needs to be fixed from well, the top. Well, but
1: what about the other side of it? And, and or, or not even the, the necessarily the black communities that we're talking about. What about the overall narrative you know you have one of you know i mean fuck the police right like the overall sort of pop culture narrative is extremely anti-cop as is the i don't agree with
2: that at all first of all i don't agree with that at all and, and, all, that, that at all. and how I mean, much stuff is about cops like every yeah. show on tv no all on. right
1: that's fair that's law and fair. order I mean, there is you know, plenty like, of like brooklyn 99 like, yeah. yeah that's true i mean they definitely do get a you know there definitely is fair treatment of of cops yeah, i'm just saying
2: i'm saying like you know that song you know fuck the police has become you know iconic but it was very controversial when it came out where nobody questions law and order so why are they being so nice to the police
1: yeah sure and look that shows, was a great song know, and like... i have no problem with NWA. <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> uh i guess all i'm saying is uh, I think until I think as tempting as it is to uh, make cops a monolith and monitor their every move and uh, blame them entirely for this uh, bad relationship they have with the black community or black communities, I should say, you know, local departments, some local departments have with some local black communities. You know, there are some black communities they have a great relationship with, like Baldwin Hills. I don't think there's any crime there. Um, But. You know, I think that looking at that from a realistic and human way and looking at cops in a human way, doing sort of the counterintuitive thing and figuring out human ways to approach the police in situations like this is the actual cure, you know, instead of shrieking at them. That's probably the actual cure is to approach right. them like that.
2: Everything you're saying makes sense, but I think a lot of the looting and the rioting and anger is just because these are people who are frustrated and haven't been heard and then it becomes the last resort, right? You know?
1: I don't, especially think, the looters, people, I don't think especially the looters peaceful
2: protest. especially if peaceful protest is broken up for no reason by tear gas. You know? Yeah. And I think you're right. I think bad actors with the you know you know these riots and you know things like that i think there's like dumb white kids who're smashing things with their skateboards yeah. too just
0: look know? at the what happened in philadelphia today there was that protest that was on one of the freeways and the cops were firing tear gas at them up there for what purpose like why did tear gas need to be released on these people on the freeway they were trapped they couldn't get away from it like what is the reason for that why would that be a tactic that they think is acceptable to use?
1: Well, to get them off the freeway? I don't know.
0: But how? Like if it's I above ground. It, it. Yeah. Look look up the, the Philadelphia freeway stuff. It's That's part of the issue. It's like there's tactics being used. It's like what is the purpose of these? What are you doing trying to shoot tear gas at a peaceful protest? They weren't trashing anything. There's nothing to trash. They're on a freeway.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So th- there's some tactical responsibility that uh, some of these police departments are not engaging in. Uh, I think de-escalation is needs to be the thought of the day for these places because you know, trying to show that you're tough and doing all this shit is is proving the case that people are making about police departments.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: So we're at an hour and 20 minutes. Do we care about this line? do Do you guys want to hear... So four years ago, just to play one clip because it's entertaining.
1: Play just one.
0: Four years ago, we had an episode called White Thoughts Matter. And (laughs) I thought it would be fun to clip some stuff. I have a bunch of it, but I think I'll just play this one because it's entertaining for everyone involved in this episode.
3: Do you think there's any likelihood that this eruption in police killings is connected to the clinton email scandal that it was a wag the dog you know no i don't zero chance it was complete coincidence do you think uh that we had like four killings right in a row do you think vince
0: foster was murdered who's that we're going to talk about Clinton presidential scandals I don't know, I'll start at the, wait, let's start at the tell beginning us. All right. and I almost oh, said that's great. Uh, uh, yeah, Robert me. Forster uh, why am I talking like that that's the other disturbing part like my affect <laughs> I, sound, I sound like I, I did on my uh, radio show
2: <laughs> that was early on in your podcasting career it certainly
0: was I'm going to play this sound effect for that clip
1: what, what, what do you think you sound like
3: it,
0: we can play more in a future episode that's not so long but i i talk differently uh i'm i sound remember when we did my college radio clips that are just cringe inducing and i kind of had this very like nah, delivery like trying to be cool it sounds like that it's very upsetting that's four years ago. <laughs> Just fucking
2: you awful. This, your friend, you li- your friend
0: this. Evan Pfeiffer was right when I listened to those old fucking episodes. <laughs> they were not good.
1: <laughs>
2: Bad podcasting.
1: Uh, so, yeah. yeah so- I, well, who knows? I mean, you know, the, it, it, we we are stupid if we don't think that some of this shit is astroturfing. I mean, that it is. You know, well, I don't what, think... Uh, what?
2: I mean, how so? What
1: do you mean by that? we are being manipulated by the interests that be are we not certainly that's there's a lot of money spent being you know being spent on our manipulation by the media by various special interest groups you better believe that what is so the I don't media think it's so crazy
2: of, you know nordstrom being <laughs> torn down though you know well, I, I
0: think you're talking more about like the way it's being presented and and involvement and who is capitalizing on it and such, right? Is that
1: well? It's weird, right? I mean, there, to me, it does come down to maybe like a a deeper sort of problem at the heart of culture today, which kind of does go back to the destruction of public space. I mean, I do think. I do think the powers bid that be if that exists at all, right, the powerful people that run uh the world, if there is a group of those people, and maybe there's not, but if <laughs> <laughs>
3: if
1: there is a group of those people um I think there's something about sa- the sacrifice of public space, and I think it's something about like you know they don't care that the communities and the cities and the parks and the restaurants that we depend on they don't really like those things because i mean they take us away from being plugged into the fucking machine all the time. I mean, maybe that's very crazy that's, to say. That's but where they know.
2: make. That's where they make their. They're the ones who're making money off of all those places. That is right? You not, know what I'm not saying? Small like
1: small restaurants, not free parks. They're not making any money off of that. They're not making many money off of keeping the uh, you know the streets of downtown clean. Do
2: you yeah, I mean, think that the coronavirus pandemic is just so we will watch more Netflix? Well, let's not even let's not even delve let's not, even delve let's not even delve into that. No, but I think I think you can say safely
0: that <laughs> places like Amazon take advantage of the circumstance. Hey, you know, let's just sure. expand yeah. our base even further with people because we can we can send I, you I stuff think it's right more away.
1: Of- Right. It's I think better it's for Amazon if you're stuck at home. It, I, yeah. I think it, I actually don't think it's actively uh, attacking public space. I think it's there there's nobody to protect public space. No, I think there there's nobody there to say, no, fuck you. You know, this is where our life happens. We need these streets. We need these fucking parks. There's nobody protecting those places. And, you know, what can go wrong, will no wrong. If there's no public interest group making sure that our, you know, the streets we share are workable and clean and not being fucking destroyed by assholes all the time, they're going to get destroyed by assholes. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is crazy. <laughs> uh, it's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We,
2: we, we've gone through this whole conversation and not mentioned the president once. It's kind of amazing. It is amazing. All right. Totally
0: shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac, did you see my favorite video that's currently up right now?
2: <laughs>
1: what is it? No.
0: It's Trump in front of the church.
1: No, what he is did, it?
0: Oh my God. Wait do you, uh, you see this. So this is after they cleared out all the protesters from Lafayette Park. Uh, Donald Trump walked over to a nearby church. I don't remember the name of it, um, but here he is.
2: <laughs> this is amazing
0: audio is not great so Trump is standing in front of the church sign and he's like shaking a bible around and it appears to be upside down
2: it's so funny oh,
0: and he's like man. looking very seriously
3: <laughs> he just held it up with his
0: right hand like
3: like a totem what does he say we have a great country.
1: That's my thoughts.
0: <laughs> we have a great country. That's my thoughts.
1: Wow. It will take long. It's not gonna take long. You see what's going on. It's coming back. It's coming back strong. It'll be greater than ever before.
0: Sorry about this audio guys. So I'll turn it off. Oof. Yeah.
1: Oof. Somebody Jeez. are those
0: gunshots? What was that?
1: No, Gracie is using her salad uh You know know what's
0: funny is that clip of our show I played, the same thing is happening. She's like cooking in the next room as we record
1: the episode. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Truly,
3: full
0: full circle. Yes.
3: Guys, (laughs) do not
0: listen to that old episode. It is not good.
3: Really? Why is it bad? It's pretty rough.
0: We just, it's slow. Uh, I do a lot of virtue signaling, which is not enjoyable to hear. Very cringy. We can listen. We can go back and listen and, and, no, and play okay. how horrible it is. But we don't want to do that tonight. <laughs> Seth, do you have anything <laughs> to plug before we sign
2: uh, off? Uh, Not in the moment. Hopefully, I'll have a movie shooting if movies ever shoot again uh, this year or next year.
0: Where can people uh, find uh, Night Owls?
2: Night Owls is on Amazon Prime and Tubi TV uh and i think on imdb has their own streaming service too so yeah it's a lot of places now great um yeah everybody free on all of them check it out yeah thank you
0: uh come everybody if you're interested we've got our discord server set up and we're sort of playing with it people are filtering in and we have a plan to do some live events in there maybe a live episode with hot takes and then we'll hang out in one of the rooms and you can talk to us if you want if that's not your thing, I'm just trying to figure out how much of that interaction people want. Because if you guys just want episodes and just want to listen, then all the better. Because then I don't have to do extra work. But if you do want to come in and talk to us, uh, we are going to do one of those soon. So look for an announcement about that. But email or tweet at me, and I'll send you a link to the uh, Discord server. Awesome. Cool. All right. That's it from us, guys. But
2: thanks, guys.
1: Hopefully thanks you see thanks each other for in being on there. Um, okay. Bye, guys. All right. Bye.
3: You want a daddy to take your panties off?
0: That's right. If you want a daddy to take your panties off, you can contact us in a variety of ways. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. You can join our forum, which is nahf.boards.net. Make a username and you'll get sometimes interesting posts there.
3: It's deliciously early internet.
0: Yes, it's Really horrible forum. Yeah. You can call us on our voicemail line, which is 213-262-9544. And as always, please rate and subscribe to us on your preferred platform. Or if your preferred podcast platform doesn't have ratings, rate us on Apple Podcasts. That's the best one to do it at.
3: Yeah. Uh you can find me at Isaacsimpson.com. My email is on there. It's my copywriting portfolio site. Um, although there is mention of the podcast on there as well. Um, And I've got a new project that I'd love for you to check out, which is called collabgenerator.com, C-O-L-L-A-B generator.com. It's sort of a art project that makes fun of the lack of creativity in the branding industries uh, or the marketing industries. So um, give that a check out. And yeah, you can find my email on... Um, my website if you want to email me personally
0: (laughs) you can follow me on twitter on my dog shit twitter account which is at funzeroni and all my social media is at funzeroni when I reactivate it I think instagram is currently down but it might go back up again and uh, yeah that's it bye
3: bye